What's like going on, Adrian? How much, uh, just, uh, you know, in the heart of the global pandemic. Uh, <laughs> made it. it I mean, you made it so far. New Yorkers want to be the best at everything, man. I, I swear, bro, it really is like that, though. Like, it's a weird sense of, like, both, like, wow, man, this is real bad. And also, like, wait, we're number one? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the charts. What's up? <laughs> I was like, ah, New York, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. This yeah. is what you're listening yeah. to right now, yeah. the sounds of Can't Tell Us Nothing here on the Zoom space in Zoom from the comfort of our own home. Uh, on, with Can't Tell Us Nothing, you get Tandy. Mm. You get John. What's up? You get Amici. Hey. And you get myself, Antoine, and uh, Can't Tell Us Nothing is a Houston-based improv group. And what this show is, is we take opinions, discussions, topics, turn that into improv scenes on the spot, get right back into the discussion. Uh, sometimes we're joined by a special guest. Today is a very special guest. We're joined by New York-based comedian Adrian Frimpong. Say hello, Adrian. So we'll see. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? How's it going, man? Yeah. Tell the people a little bit more about what you do. Yeah, uh, so I've been in New York. I'm originally from Houston. That's how I know a bunch of folks on this pod. And then I moved to New York in 2014 and started doing improv and sketch uh, and stand up and been doing that ever since. Yeah, that's uh, Adrian was one of my favorite improvisers in the Houston scene. Uh, he uh, especially he had a duo called Adrian and Adrian uh, that they did. It was one of one of my favorite duos I've ever seen ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's and that's kind of how I it's know legendary. Guy. Yeah, it's legendary. That's that's how I was introduced to the name Adrian was through the Adrian and Adrian. Uh, there was a scene somebody was describing where you guys were doing some kind of like military, you know, setup, and you guys were playing every character in the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was the first time I've heard your name. But uh, as far as I was concerned, it was like, oh man, it was a dope black dude doing improv, and I missed it. You know, <laughs> now, oh, you know, <laughs> one of many now. I'm like, uh, I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. a, a cool goal, but yeah, thank, thank you. That, that means a lot. Um, just because, like, uh, I feel like I just got lucky coming up in Houston at the time I did, and uh, there happened to be a place to to do comedy at all, like especially improv comedy. So I, I think it's awesome where it's where it's like gone. Yeah. You know? Especially, especially after I left, like it's exploded. I'm like, dang, maybe I left too early. <laughs> <laughs> but you can make good things happen in New York too, man. Like I remember, yeah. uh, you had uh, TOS, right? You're a part of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terms of service. Terms of service. Yeah. I saw yeah. several very funny skits, man. Oh, um, yeah. And then you've done things with uh, some some bigger names too, right? Yeah, I've gotten the opportunity since being out here. Started doing a bunch of stuff with uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater out here. Uh, started doing, uh, got a couple opportunities to be in some Comedy Central sketches that went on digital. Uh, what's on one of my sketch teams? Uh, Kids these days was on NBC's Bring the Funny last year. It was just like crazy. Yeah, game. last year was crazy. Uh, yeah, in a lot of ways. Wow. That's what your last year was crazy, but this year has been extra crazy. This right? year, no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man, so comparison. Yeah, I truly, it, it, yeah, it's a trip. Yeah, yeah, you're in New York, and you, it's like the heart of it right now. Like, what, what's it like over there? Um, as a citizen and then as like a, a entertainer, artist, and comedian, you know. mm-hmm. that's you know, as, as a citizen, it's it's jarring. I've never seen the city. Uh, in this kind of a state where you know for this long folks are staying indoors but like it's still what i'm learning about the city uh, is that man new yorkers really really don't care though like they really <laughs> and i said like even despite like the bunch of like the, of the you know the governor uh cuomo keeps like he's like hey stay indoors man. like maintain social distancing like New Yorkers find ways to be like, yeah, but like, how far from each other? Like, we're all, 
I see so many people at the park, and I'm at the park too. So like, <laughs> <laughs> like being mad at people, I'm like, y'all shouldn't be here. But also, now that we are here, that's okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> nobody else. Yeah. Um, as an entertainer, it's it's been very jarring. Um, just seeing a bunch of like the venues struggle to meet the new this new this new challenge uh how to like stay open like some, some theaters like deciding to close doors some theaters are uh offering like digital like digital offerings trying to do like instagram i see a bunch of folks doing instagram live shows i know like adrian has done a uh you guys talked about earlier he's, he's also my roommate he plays a piano for a bunch of musical improv groups in the city so he's doing like a couple of those weekly shows um but it's like also hard to for me it's like hard to write because we're i feel like it's we're still in it so there's like the the silver lining is hard for me to suss out like um especially with like you know i want to treat this situation with the the gravity that it deserves because like you know, people are dying, so it's hard to jump back and forth. And be like, ah, Corona, how bad is it? Like, well, like, <laughs> people are going to the hospital. Um, so, in that sense, that's made it a challenge to still be funny. Um, I, uh, especially given like, given what it like, what is literally outside my door. Um, so I'm still trying to figure that out. Like this. I think like platforms like this, that these exist, like that's, this is a part of like my outlet, both like, you know, participant of it as well as like engaging, watching, consuming, like trying to stay involved in any sense. Gotcha. But you and Adrian yeah. are still together. <laughs> still yeah. relying. Talking about serious stuff, but you know me. <laughs> still roommates, yeah. Yeah, he's, we have a tour wheel going on. And then, like, you know, I've been eyeing the trash. I'm like, man, he could, he could really take that out. And, <laughs> we, we, kept the, we kept the two roommates in a, in a cabin in the woods. Hey, uh, uh, Amici. Mm-hmm. You know it's a zombie apocalypse outside. You know this. This has yeah, been going on for months. Uh-huh. Do you really think it's the best time to be writing a zombie movie? Like, is that appropriate right now? I don't think people are really <laughs> I mean, looking for that. I mean, to be fair, I started writing this right before the apocalypse hit. <laughs> and I don't want it to be wasted work, you know? I, I had 10 pages done already. Okay. Yeah, that's just, that's barely anything. But I've been eyeing the trash and it hasn't moved. We've got the troll wheel, man. You're over here working on your zombie movie that no one's going to watch. The trash is overflowing, and, and zombies know, might smell it. I know. I'm using that motivation, like, finish the movie, take out the trash. As soon as I get the movie done, I'll take out the trash. So, What are you going to do in the movie on. once it's done? What, 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 who's going to buy it, man? We don't even know what the world's going to look like a month from now. I say forget the movie. Throw it in the trash and take it out. I'm sorry I'm so mad right now. Can't do that. Put a little work into this. I put a lot of work in the bar in the door. That was my chore. Just to make sure that there was wood and barricades in the door, and I handled that. Yeah, apologies for the help of that. I was on like page twelve, and it was like this really, really tough scene I was trying to crack. Yeah, how so, many how many pages have you written so far? But, uh, <laughs> let, me, let me look. See. Like total, because there was ten when these before this whole thing went down. Uh huh. I'm on. Page 13. Did you say 13 or 113? 13, 1, 3, yeah. But I mean, it's 13 solid pages, though, you know? Give me the script. Give me that script right now. I'm throwing it away. Don't throw it away. I'm I'm going to throw it out this window as soon as I unnail it and and open it. No, read it first. Let the zombies read it. You need to get to work, man. You have me doing all this work because you're so creative, because you're an artist. Mm-hmm. I used to be an artist, too. But I put that aside to work on what's important right now. We cut to outside with the zombie right outside the door. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, man, is this a script right here? You see a script over there? Yeah, hold on. Let me look through the pages. If I don't like it, I'm eating it. 
Oh my! Oh, it's about us, man. What do you mean it's about us? Let me read this. Scene one. <laughs> Zombies step outside of door. Look inside window. I don't think that really captures my spirit, man. I don't think that if I was outside the door, I'd look inside the window. I'd go straight to the door and try to pull it open. Ooh, yeah, ooh, really, let's, let's bang on this door and so we can give this guy some feedback. All right. If he wants a real zombie apocalypse movie, we'll give it to him. That's right. Boom, boom, boom. We <laughs> fight back inside. Hey, you think they might know some agents or something? Maybe I could. No, I think they might want to eat our brains. No, I'm gonna open the door. Let's open the door. Don't open the door. I just barred that thing. I know. Stop taking nails out. I'm, I'm gonna pull these nails out. I, 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 this might be my big break. I can't just pass it up. It's gonna be the big break of your skin when they bite you. I'm hiding in the closet. Okay, I want to take that risk. I'm gonna open the door. Uh, hey, we're zombies. Man, we read this sh shitty script of yours. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It doesn't reflect who we really are. I mean, did you really know any zombies before you started this? No, I started before the apocalypse. I didn't know any zombies at the time. Nobody did. Oh, well, there it is. It sounds like you should have took advantage of the research opportunities. There's so much on the internet about zombies. You didn't read anything? You don't have any? <laughs> what we, do you cut think? To, we cut to a month from now. They have, like, storyboards up. There's, like, a whiteboard. There's a couple <laughs> other zombies at a table read. Page <laughs> uh, okay. 14. Do yeah. we really want to introduce the love interest at this point? I mean... I feel like I we could so. still play that game a little longer. No, I think we, I think we, we, we go for it, like right here. This, this if we, is, if we have to introduce it any later, I'm gonna eat this damn script. And right? scene. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, that was dope. That was dope. <laughs> <laughs> the Me undead, the undead give you notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love storyboarding in zombies. <laughs> With zombies in the room, man. And so, um, what is a what, what would you know? What would you be doing if this was normal New York City? Man, I tell myself that I would be like exercising a lot more, but I honestly, you know, I don't, I don't know if I would be. I'm like, oh, I was, I was gonna, you know, I was gonna do half a marathon training. I would. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> COVID. Oh, yeah, COVID. Dang, COVID. I was gonna get. Mm. Mm. I was just about to. I was just about to get as small as I've ever been. so small. Oh, this summer was giving me pity. Yeah. COVID oh. fitness is a thing, man. So excuse. Yeah, nah, it's different, though. Yeah, it's different for me inside. <laughs> Dude, I've been seeing people use you, the YouTube exercise videos. And one of my uh, family members sent my wife one of the uh, twerking exercise, you know, YouTube videos. This lady twerks literally for 45 minutes. <laughs> and my wife was so hyped to do that. Man, she did five minutes of that shit and was done. <laughs> done. Done. You know, she's laying, I walk in the room, she's laid out on the ground. I look at YouTube, just a bunch of booties just bouncing it. <laughs> Like, damn, you got L'd out like that. <laughs> you gotta be like 45 minutes. Gotta, thing, you know? gotta, there's levels to twerking. I had there, no there's idea. There's levels to twerking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, legs are bent. Man. You know, you can't just join up with the strip club. Just <laughs> no. the you gotta do some training. No, you just feel some hours. Yeah. You can watch the one YouTube video, do five minutes, and roll up that. No. <laughs> No. Not at all. We yeah. cut to uh, we cut to outside of the Dreams Gentlemen's Club. So, uh, Tandy, I heard that uh, you've been putting a lot of work in those mm. gym, mm. and you about mm. ready to uh, twenty one, twenty. Hold on, twenty three. Okay, okay, all right. Let me get okay. out your way. All right, yeah. let me get out your way. She she That's bouncing right. it right now. She bouncing doing, it right now. I was just doing twenty five reps. So what you okay? What would you say now? Go ahead. What I wanted to say is I'm ready to give you that chance. Yeah. Are you ready to make some real money? I've been working on it. Let me tell you, I had my torque coach. Okay. Coach, yeah, Coach Shimmy. 
Mm-hmm. Coach Shimmy been working with me. He's still he's still out there training. Uh, uh, yes, Shimmy ain't hung up. Shimmy ain't hung up his shimmies yet. He's still working it out. He's still because working it out. I, when I first started out, I could only do five minutes, right? You know, mm-hmm. he was like, "You ain't gonna never make it with that." And I was like, "Okay, well, show me what to do." Shimmy got me up to fifty-five minutes straight twerking, no break, no water, nothing. Mm. I mean, I've even tried to work on my sweating. I used to sweat a lot. But I've been able to cut back on a lot of my sweating under his tutelage. Wait, well, well, you keep talking like that, you're going to make the A-team because, you know, I can't have no sweaty girls on my stage. I know. But, that was It was a big problem for me at first because, you know, this is exercise. I know. Okay. Well, it, it, it's, it's theatrical exercise is what it well, is. Well, is it really? Because, you know, when you really look at it, if you talk about the cardio involved, I mean, I don't know about you, but... I also um, uh, I, I follow a, a fitness plan. There's a, a Twerking International. Uh, they, um, you know, I I, uh, I I wear a heart monitor and I submit, you know, my workouts to them, and they give me feedback. Mm. Let me know, you know, different electrolytes I can drink. Well, let me let me interrupt you right now for a second, Tandy. Yeah. Uh, the only blood circulation that my clients care about is the one going to their Johnson. All right, so I want you to. If you if you as in shape as you think you are, yeah, I want to put you on my stage tonight. I am so ready. Hold on, let me put my headband on. All right, I got my waist trainer. Um, the waist trainer. Yeah, I got the waist trainer on. Yeah, you got to have all of this on. This is gonna help me with my core muscle strength. Shimmy, uh, Shimmy, giving you waist trainers now? Yeah, and I got my knee pads on. Um, hold on, let me put my wristbands on so that I can uh, you know, keep the sweat down. And uh, I'm a, well, oh, what, what, what a scan at? What a scan at? Hold on, I gotta put my cooling towel. No, nah, you putting too much on now, Tandy. I told minute. you I was gonna give you a chance. If you came back and you're in shape. You came back with a damn football gear on. I can't put that shit on my stage. What this the hell? Is, is, what the hell is Shimmy talking to these girls this nowadays? Is, this is a sport, sir. Contrary to popular belief, I know men may get off on it, but I promise you, after. Two more months of doing this, I will be able to join the Torque Marathon. And the first prize for the first Torque Marathon of this year is going to get $50,000 and, and, and um, a, a, red, a red Mercedes. I don't know if you're going to beat the, do the, uh, the, the Torque Marathon this year. You're not going to do with all those knee pads and all that stuff. I got a resting heart rate of 55. <laughs> These I'm girls, you, this thing is going to happen. I got girls right now that have been twerking for the last two hours straight. Two hours? Two hours. Oh, your, yeah, little they, 50, your little 55 minutes. Shimmy, Shimmy getting old now if he got you putting on all these knee pads and stuff. Because to do a marathon, you're going to have to twerk your ass a long time. Longer than 55 minutes. All right, but I, I, can, I, I got some girls in my club that can show you some stuff. You want to come in? Just come right, in. Yeah, just give me a, sh- yeah, give me a shot. I want to see. Yeah, just let me give you a shot. All right. Oh, all right. Uh, hold on. Let me get all my right. bag. Let me let me call one of them. Tootsie. Tootsie. Yeah. Tootsie, uh, we got one. Uh, we got Tandy here. She says that she can twerk fifty-five minutes straight. Uh, tell her how long you twerk. Just to get a little taste. Like, what's the what's? How long did you just get done twerking? Uh, my PB is three hours and seventeen minutes. God damn, three hours and seventeen. But you know what? Minutes. I really like her knee pads. Can I can I get some of those? Yeah, I got an extra set in my gym bag. Hold on a minute. Hey, you know, I, I like I like your whole outfit. It, it looks it looks wonderful. Thanks. You know, the waist trainer really helps with my core strength. All right, um, Tootsie, Tootsie, now come on now. I, I just asked you one question. I asked you going all of that extra stuff now. She looks really cool. I, I want that stuff too. But you know our customers don't care about the knee pads and the shoulder pads and the headband. They want to see how skin. How do you know if you've never tried it? Exactly. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Thanks. Tootsie. And and so they <laughs> they started wearing more protective gear <laughs> as they as they twerked and hit strip pole. And certainly their their clientele started to change. There was less. <laughs> random dudes trying to get off and more uh, guys interested in physical fitness and, and joint health and things. <laughs> we got the two guys in the audience. Oh, yo, man, look at the knee pads on her. She's protecting her joints real well. That's what I like to see. Yeah, me too, man. 
Yeah, I tried to get my wife some knee pads. Like, yo, when you're moving around the house, you know, the floor is a little wet, you, you got to watch out, you know? You could, mm-hmm. you could pop your knee out I'm out of oh, place. Man, not even that, man. Something. She won't even wear that stuff. That's Shit. why I have to come here. Man, I was running around the house one day, you know, getting my blood, you know, blood pressure mm-hmm. up. Oh, I know. Nice, stable rate. Mm-hmm. Bumped my knee on the corner of a table, man. Oh, bro. I couldn't do CrossFit for three weeks, man. See, you weren't wearing your pads, though. I bet your wife wouldn't let you wear them in the house, right? She would let me wear them in the house, man. That's what I'm saying. These girls get it, though. These girls get it. It's just, you know. I get exactly what you're saying, man. So we, you know, I'm thinking about leaving my wife, too. Well, I'm not (laughs) saying that. That's exactly what you're saying. How y'all doing? Here come one. We we doing real good, you know. Real good. All right, look, I got this headband right here. Y'all want to mm. put that headband on me What's right now? What's it made out of? Is that, mm-hmm. is that polyester? You mind if I check your uh, blood pressure on your Apple Watch there? Oh, please do. Go ahead and push oh, those buttons. You're going to let him yeah. touch the Apple Watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, he, he can push those buttons while you put this headband on my head to stop the sweat from dripping oh, in my eyes. I will gladly. I will gladly. You need to make sure you don't get salt in those eyes. It'll burn. All right. And listen, I don't know what they told you, but you know, we do have a private back room where you can take that waist trainer off and put it back on. It's got a zip. And it's got like two de- Velcro. And de- scenes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, I I have a knee injury, so I was like, I, I might attend just to see. <laughs> just talking about, oh, she's putting the brace on? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh man, she's gonna be able to bend her knees when she's eighty. Look at that. <laughs> Protecting it now. It's Protecting good. it now. Yeah. <laughs> she planet, future planet. I love that in a woman. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So do, so do you miss uh Houston at all? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Very good pivot. Very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I miss, I miss, um, I miss like, I miss just being in the city. Uh, I feel like I didn't even get to spend enough time there, like in Houston proper. Like I, I, I got, I was there for maybe like two and a half years after I graduated school, and before that, like undergrad isn't. Even though I was at Rice, it didn't feel like Houston proper. Like I felt like I was actually starting to experience the city once I graduated. Um, but even in that brief time, I, I loved like being being in Houston. Um, and it, I still feel like it, every time I go back, it's it's changed so much. Like I left in 2014, so it's almost been like six, a little over six years. And where are you from originally? I thought you were uh, native Houstonian. I grew up in, um, I'd say like the border of Sugarland and um, hey. A Leaf. Okay. okay, I'm sorry, never mind. Okay. You let me finish. <laughs> Houston, man, what are you? T- I'm thinking. No, you know, oh, Houston, I was. You just well, talking about like downtown Houston. Some people, some people say inside that. The loop. Uh, yeah, inside the loop. Well, but even then, I was like just barely inside the Did loop. Did you see I how like, I lean back? How I'm out of the conversation? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Houston, what were you? I mean, you. You sold, you sold me something false. I'm <laughs> sorry. Go on. That's that's dismissive. Carry that is on. no. That's true. I mean, that's true. Because like it, like when I moved up here uh, to New York, people were like, "Where are you from?" Like I was saying, Sugarland. People were like, "Oh, well, no one really knows Sugarland." So I'm like, oh, just "Shorthand Houston." Plus, like that's where I was living when I moved here uh, to New York. Uh, but I, I I miss the food more than anything, man. The food was really like it's like the most underrated part about Houston is the food is so good. I think it's because because you have to drive everywhere. You can't really get by with having mediocre food. Like people just stop <laughs> going to your restaurant. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I always say the only way your restaurant will close in Houston is your food is bad. It's bad. Which yeah. is like <laughs> I that's such an underrated quality about a restaurant. Like here in New York, there's so many restaurants. Mm-hmm. But because there's so many, you can get by with being mediocre. Because like mm-hmm. you have the 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 pro is it's convenient. Like yeah. you're mm-hmm. on every corner. You don't have to be the best. You're everywhere. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. In Houston, you'll get in your car and you'll drive past a dozen restaurants to get to the <laughs> one you want. <laughs> don't even think about it. You don't even think about it. Yeah. Right. If you if you have one bad experience at a restaurant, you're like, oh, cool. I'm never coming here. Never. Strike <laughs> that off the list. I, and then you got like all your clothes and bread. Like, don't go there ever. <laughs> no. It's almost yeah. like a secret vendetta to ensure a bad restaurant goes out of business. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but in New York, it's all about walking distance, right? It's like a radius around where you are. Yeah, it's like I'll spend a bunch of time in like the one mile radius, and there's literally dozens of restaurants and bars that are there. Like, it, I don't need to, I'm in Brooklyn. I rarely need to even leave, even within Brooklyn. Like, uh, I'm in Crown Heights. I rarely would go to like downtown Brooklyn or Williamsburg to, to go to a restaurant. Like, those are distance wise, they're like three, four miles away, but. Train wise, it's like thirty minutes, forty minutes. It would be like if I was, you know, if I was going from station and traveling out to like Pearland for dinner. <laughs> Doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, we cut to the top of a mountain. Um, a restaurant on the top of a mountain. Oh gosh, I think I'm just gonna close. I'm making so much money, you know. <laughs> I just didn't think that, you know, I thought, okay, this is kind of interesting to, to build a restaurant up here. But I mean, we're so busy. People, I, you know, people keep coming, man. We're at the top of a mountain. What's going on with that? But the food's so good. I know. I know. I mean, well, I, is Did it, you not want to be busy? I, I, <laughs> I mean, kind of, yeah. You know, I wanted a, a nice kind of quiet, uh, off the beaten path kind of place. But it seems like, you know, the further out I go, the more people come. Like, this is, it's just, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't, I don't get what this is. This need to drive so far to eat food. What, is anyone on? here? I'm ready. Oh. Is anyone here? Uh, we open at five, ma'am. It's, it's four, it's 449. I, I've came a long, long way. Mm. How no, far? Put, you, put your backpack down in the corner there. You walked? You walked up the mountain to this restaurant? Yeah. I mean, climb, really. No, actually, I walked. I oh, you walked? walked. Oh. Yeah, found wow. a nice path. Woo, it took me eight hours to get up here. You know what? I'm kind of impressed. Most people, you know, they drive or they've got the pack burrows, um, you know, coming up, you know, the scenic route. Nobody's ever walked. That's pretty amazing. Well, word on the street is, is you have the best food in town. And when they told me that you were up here on this mountain, you know, I just totally gave everybody in the town the middle finger, and I walked myself up this mountain. I wanted to try your food. Okay. Um, you came to the right place. Food's here great. Mm -hmm. I work the bar. Need a drink? Uh, yeah, can I get some uh, uh, Tampico? Tampico? Yeah. Of course. Oh, you have that. Would you, oh. would you want ice on that, or...? Um, no, just give it to straight. me. Give it to me straight. <laughs> okay. Ma'am, ma'am, we have to serve her. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. I'll I'll get I'll get menus. Um I'll bring it out. Will, will you be dining alone? Are you expecting anybody else? Well, my husband, he's he's on the way up. The two of you? Yeah. Yeah. He he walked up this mountain too? Yeah, we got an argument, so I got in like a 30 minute head start on him. Okay. And he was trailing behind me, but he's coming up. He he has a big appetite too. I heard him burping on the way up here. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll, I'll, Can you okay. actually get another Tampico ready for him? He's going to want one. Two Tampicos coming up. Thanks. Okay. I'll I'll get in the kitchen and um. <laughs> guess I'll start. I'll start cooking. Um, cut back into the kitchen. What's going on? What's going on? You seem so down today. I don't know. I mean, I, I wanted. I thought I this know, was wanted, your dream. Yeah, I wanted tonight to be special. I wanted, I don't know. I just wanted one night where maybe nobody would come and I could just sit here and look at all the, the, the success I have and then, you know, decide if I want to keep doing this or if I want to step away. But you yeah, wanted a night where no one would come and then you would look yeah. at your success? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've been so successful up to this point, but. You know, it's it's boring. Yeah, I've, 
I like the paychecks. I know you do. I appreciate that. If you close, what am I going to do? Excuse me. Oh. Excuse me. Oh, okay. Oh, I better get back out to the bar. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. My husband just took a sip of this Tampico, and he said it's disgusting. What? He doesn't know what you guys have done, but this is disgusting. That, is, that Tampico came right out the jug. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> Am I? I work the bar here. I've been working this bar here as long as this restaurant's been here. I, yeah, I'm sure. That Tampico's been here as long as this restaurant's been here. Okay. I'm sorry. Maybe it's, just, maybe it's me. Um, actually, was coming up here with six friends, and yeah. five of them didn't make it. Um, lost what them on happened? the way. What, what happened? Did they get lost? There was an avalanche. Wolves. Oh, oh my. Had a couple of accidents. It was, it was a very eventful trip. Very I'm trying to surprise you, but are you sure you don't want some water or something? <laughs> maybe Tempico is the first thing you drink on your stomach. No, I'll just give me another Tempico. That's fine. What's a Tempico? We do a lot. Do something to make the Tempico taste better. Or I'm going to leave a review. He grabs her by the by the shirt. That's it. If you get a bad review, maybe people won't come as much. Wow, and then I can start over. I'd have to fight my way back to the top. And take me with you. Okay, that's all right, fine. All right. Um, it affects more people than you. You know that, right? Okay, put, put more salt in the Tampico, okay? just More than I more usually people, do? More than you usually do. Put a few more things <laughs> in there. Let's see what happens. I'm going to go in and I'm going to, I'm just going to serve them white rice. I'm not going <laughs> to put anything on it. I'm just coming out with white rice. So I'll be right back. Mm, you know what? This this new Tempico, perfect. Perfect. Oh. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure perfect. it's not too okay. salty? No, no. It's got the right amount of salt. Yeah, I like I like a little bit of salt by Tempico. My husband has exquisite taste, sir. He knows exactly what he wants, and so I believe him. What'd you guys okay. get? Oh. I'm here with the specials, you guys. Okay. I hope you enjoy them. Perfect. Perfect. What are we having? Fresh and hot from the from the uh fire firewood stove. Um we've got some uh fresh um steamed rice. Ooh, my we favorite. Steam, we steam it with morning dew water and um a little essence of honeysuckle. Please enjoy. Wow. This that sounds delicious. That sounds yeah, it sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. It it it, it kind of looks like you just pour Tampico over the rice. <laughs> but that's, that's exactly what we love. That, but we love it. So <laughs> she goes. Oh, okay, either way. What is going on? They're supposed to hate this. This is nothing fantastic at all. You must. You're just too good. You you're just, you can't even the, make a bad dish by accident. Are you light on the salt in the Tampico? <laughs> no, I emptied the can. Yeah. I don't know what to do now. I want maybe the mountain, uh, maybe coming up the mountain, maybe delirious, the lack of oxygen, the losing the five friends. You know, maybe the circumstances around getting into the restaurant is what's making the food taste so good. Oh, you're right. I gotta figure out another way to ruin this. Oh, oh, oh! How about music? I'll turn on some really un unpleasant music. And um, you know, maybe that might dampen the mood. Maybe some some uh nerd hip hop. Um hey, I like nerd hip hop. <laughs> well, well, I can't lose. Why am I so successful no matter what I do? Excuse me. Oh excuse yes. me. Oh, I'm sorry. My husband is a DJ and whenever he has a great meal, he just wants to play for the restaurant owner. Do you mind if we set up <laughs> Over here in the corner by our book bags, we got some portable amps. Well, that well, our, the five friends were, yeah, it's gonna be a party, you know, for all of us. We're gonna celebrate making it up the mountain, and yeah. you know, the other guys who were carrying the band equipment got attacked by the wolves and stuff. So, uh, I mean, no. over here? You, you can you can say no, it, no, just no, no, to give you. You guys have gone through a lot to get here. I don't want to. I don't want to dampen your spirits. Um, yeah, go ahead and set up. That's fine. 
Okay. What, what type of DJ is he? Review you've ever had in Promise. Wouldn't get thousands of people up here. Thousands of people. Thousands. No, that's. My husband has ten million followers mm-hmm. that just walk. The yeah, they just show up wherever he does. All he has to do is say, "Hey, y'all, come here," and they're going to show up. You can't let him leave that review if you want to start over. Go to the back and shake the Wi-Fi wires or something. Some the kind Wi-Fi of way. wires. I don't know what to tell you to do. I don't know anything about that stuff. Okay, all I do is just pay for it. You just go in there and make it impossible for him to to connect to the internet and send out any messages that he's up here playing this music. That goes back, shuts off the power completely to the restaurant. Oh, well, I can't get on the internet. Oh, no. Excuse me, um, are your Wi-Fi wires working? <laughs> I can't get on. Uh, yeah, I can't get on the Wi-Fi. The wires working? I'm not sure. Let me. Let me. Let me check with. Uh, I can't DJ without. Yeah. You know, Wi-Fi. Yeah. Okay. I'll. I'll. I'll check. Okay, we got him on the ropes. This is good. Oh wait a minute! I almost fell. I can't see anything in here. It's, it's pitch black. That was so foolish. Being on top of a mountain, I and mean, we don't have, you know, this is the only power source. The lights here in this restaurant. I don't, I can't see anything. Yeah, other than that, it's just a beautiful moonlight coming through the windows. Well, oh, honey, to see that beautiful moonlight out there. Oh my God, I was just noticing it. Yeah. And seeing. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know. The, the, the wi- what was the Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi wires? wires? It's the Wi-Fi wires. <laughs> what? Don't know. Never seen a more grounded scene that took place on a mountaintop. <laughs> Truly the most psychotic circumstances of a couple who we don't find out what they were arguing yeah. about. <laughs> it's bad enough that they decided to walk 30 minutes apart from each other. <laughs> Eight-hour trip up a mountain. Eight-hour trip up a mountain. This must have been after they lost their friends. I, I don't imagine they... <laughs> or maybe it happened before. And then she heard, hey, babe, I just thought I'd let you know. All the friends, they got murdered. The wolves. <laughs> I told you the wolves. <laughs> they took it so well. It was an eventful trip. <laughs> Just handled it like chance. Didn't even didn't even call anybody to pick up bodies. No sir. It had to be for this restaurant, so he could DJ. Still, still wanted to DJ. <laughs> it was that great? Oh boy. Um. Oh, but yeah. Uh, Adrian, I want to I want to hear um more about kind of what it's. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, uh, because there's definitely people who look to to move to to hot spots like New York and Chicago and L.A. to to kind of grow their careers as entertainers. Yeah. What's what sort of experiences, lessons learned, advice, kind of would you tell them based on your experiences that you've had in in the city? Um, I think. Um, the most important. Um, there's some, what I'm. What I've learned is truthfully that there are so many different paths to getting into the entertainment industry, and everyone's path uh, will look different um, and take and, and be on different timelines. And uh, one person's successes, like it, success is relative, and so depending on like, what one he is. It, it will be relative as well. Like if one person's goal is to uh, you know, perform on a house team at UCB, someone else's goal might be like uh, making money fully from um, from like working or doing commercials. Um, so that that's like one of the biggest things I've learned is just like whatever one's path takes it, it it's going to be different. And so for me, it's been helpful to just keep an open mind about that because when I've tried to hold to like some kind of rigid, uh, crazy goal, like I'm gonna be on, I'm gonna be on TV by the time I turn 25, like that, I have little to no control over. Like I'm not unless I'm a TV exec or or like my uncle is. Like that's so hard to do. But um, I think setting those kind of high goals is 
good just so that it brings you closer to other people chasing those mm. goals. Um, and the longer I do it, the more I recognize is that it's way less important where you are, especially because the internet, like things like this are happening way more important of like who you're doing it with. Mm-hmm. Um, and like doing that with the tribe folks is like, it's, it's a long journey and there's no real certainty to where, where it will take you when it will end. And so ideally you're doing it with people that you like, enjoy doing the work with because it's, it is work. Like it's fun to, to, to perform and entertain, but it's also a lot of work. Stuff. Um, yeah, typically really depending on like what kind of entertainment, I think like if it's like TV stuff, um, there's more in general, the trend has been like, most TV jobs are LA based and then the next is uh, New York and then I think Chicago also has some stuff too but I think it's in that order um, I think if, if it's like the stage or stage craft or stand up um, I think New York is really great for that that you like you could perform every single night doing stand up some kind of solo show there's just like so many more stages to do that uh, not to say there aren't any in LA. It, I just I get the sense that um, there are more clubs out in New York. Um, awesome, yeah. awesome. Where's your Where's your favorite place to do stand up in New York? Mm. Or even what's the hardest room that you've played mm. on the yeah. opposite side? That's a good question. Uh, the hardest room I ever did. I think it was less the room and more like a given crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the toughest crowd I ever performed in front of was like, it was, uh, man, this might be, <laughs> uh, the toughest crowd I ever did in New York was honestly in front of like, um, our sketch team was do- putting up a show of like a showcase. Everyone was doing a showcase of individual like uh uh, performances and I was like oh great I do stand up I'll do like some stand up but like most of the audience members were like family members of the performers and I was going up first and there was no warm up act so it was just like a cold audience of like folks who were like I'd say like just older white folks and I was like oh shit let's <laughs> see if this like uh, you know, horoscope material goes well. I was like, hey, you guys follow the horoscopes? And it's like, like, people looking at me like, blinking <laughs> slowly, like, oh, it's going to be a rough one. I was like, you guys, well, how, y'all know how it is being single right now. Like, everyone's with their wife or grandchild and yeah, those wives like, of 40 years and yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah just talking about i felt i felt psychotic talking to them i wish i had just like done more crowd work if i but that was probably, probably the toughest uh my favorite uh show i did in new york was it was at a friend's um he hosted this bar show it's just like a good vibe where i was connecting with the audience and like jokes were going well and yeah, I, I'd say that was my favorite. I don't even, I couldn't even tell you the name of the bar, but like the, just like everything was popping, material was hitting. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite um, thing to work on, whether it be writing sketch or probably show jokes for stand up or, you know, <clears throat> producing videos? Like, what do you think? Not necessarily ha- have show more favorite towards, but like, what do you find yourself working on the most? consistent I feel like I work in seasons or like whatever is and this might not be the best approach but for me I like do what is interesting me at the time so sometimes I'll be in like a season of like oh right now I'm really into improv and I'll do more improv Um, or another season will be like okay this is like I'll set a goal of like I want to write 15 new material 15 minutes of uh, stand-up material or like I want to do a half hour show and I'll, I'll work to that and get into doing that um, and I think it's like less I like the time the chase way more than any specific thing um, of, of these different chases I 
really like going after the stand-up stuff. Um, I really like writing a joke. To me, it's funny. I put it up on stage and like of all the stuff, like I might do like, let's say I'll, a typical week, I do 10 to 15 open mics. Um, and like, I might've spent like a total of an hour on stage during a week and material I could keep probably totals like a minute if I'm lucky, maybe two minutes. And everything else is just like bombing, just de de delivering jokes to dead silence, you know, doing the whole like, all right, what else, what else? <laughs> about what i want to talk yeah <laughs> that's because it's it's like let's looking for like uh it feels like finding pearls in like a pile of shit and then when you find that like there's so much just hot shit to go through hot <laughs> shit, shit. You, think, you know you smell but then you get that, like a good joke and it hits it's like a pearl and it's yours you you made it you made mm. you get that from you so that's mm -hmm. that's why i love that i really like doing the stand-up stuff um wow but recently I took a storytelling class uh, with uh, a woman, Carly Ann Field, and she's teaching this, I think she's teaching remote classes, but that was cool because um, took something that I always enjoyed watching, which is like performers tell stories, especially like comedic ones, and she presented it in a way that like helped my brain, like I got kind of a mathy brain when it comes to comedy, I'm like, you know, X plus Y equals a, a joke, and so she kind of gave me a formula to do my own storytelling. I really enjoyed coming up with stories for that. So, hmm. oh, I love the <laughs> formula. Yeah, uh, we cut to a, a math class. Um, I write class. Uh, I, I just reviewed your test scores, and I'm ashamed that I I, I didn't want to score them in the grade book. So I'm going to try something different. I'm going to do a little comedy today. Hmm? We're gonna use comedy to explain the same principles as math. All right, um, Antoine, you see mm -hmm. that equation on the board? Uh, yeah. Would you go ahead and read it for me? Sure. Um, a squared plus b squared equals c squared. Exactly. That c squared is a punchline. All right. Uh, I want you to imagine that as your punchline. Punchline. Mm -hmm. hmm. A squared is your what? A squared is your setup. B squared is your angle. All right? And you have yourself a joke. Are you guys getting this this algebra now? Do you no. Disagree? No. no. Nope. All. all right. Well, I want you, I'm going to give you guys a few minutes to take in that equation I just wrote on the board. Can you give us an example? Yeah, that would help. Yeah. <laughs> You an example? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, someone give me a the word. Mustard. Get, mustard. Mustard. Yeah. All right. Good word. All good right. word. Um. So a squared. My setup is um. You know I never really liked mustard. Y'all get that? That that's a squared. That represented as a squared. Antoine, notes. I want you. I want you. <laughs> Angle B squared. I mean, you ever looked at something like mustard? I mean, it's all grainy and, and yellow and it just goes in your body. All right. That's B squared. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so you're gonna add them together? When you add those two together, you get why not use mustard to masturbate? Do -do <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you show your work on this? I'm not getting this, sir. <laughs> hey, you, 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 you made me. You had me come up with an example on the spot here. Just to, to, come on now. Your punchline doesn't have to matter. The well, point of the board is algebra. There's eight. You a example that that isn't you know about masturbating mustard. I don't know. So you saying that joke didn't work? No. Give us the yeah, all right, all right. Okay, okay. Well, let me let me look through my notes here. I got some more. I got some more. You know. Um, and by the way, uh, you guys will get a um, you guys will get twenty percent extra credit if you go to my open mic tonight. Oh. By the way. Okay. I think I see what's going on here. He, he, he's trying to. He's working out his jokes on us. I'm not working on your jokes. I'm 
killing two birds with one stone. I'm we, preparing for my teacher's lounge like uh, an hour later. <laughs> hey, John, um, I heard you bombed your class today. It's so great. <laughs> they didn't bomb, man. Oh, I, I, didn't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't consider it bombing, man. I'm teaching. You heard it was a bomb. It wasn't a bomb. It wasn't a bomb. It wasn't. I mean, Daryl, I, 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 Daryl, I didn't say nothing. I didn't. I didn't say nothing, Daryl. We got dunked on in gym class the other day. I didn't nope. say nothing to you. I didn't come laugh at you when you walked in here with ice on your head when a freshman dunked on you. Don't come at me because I, I'm trying to pursue my dreams. I don't want to be here stuck in education the rest of my life. You think we didn't try to do other stuff before we got stuck <laughs> in education? I don't know. I hope not. That means you're a loser. If it didn't work out. I am not a loser. I... We cut to a teacher in a different class. All right, class. So if you look on the board here, you see Africa. And now you don't. Ah, where'd Africa go, class? It's behind the curtain. Just Bailey, please, just teach us. We've got an AP exam coming up. Yeah. And scene. <laughs> Damn, that's real. That reminds me of when I was tutoring in the city. I would tutor kids with web development. When they found out I was a comedian, game over, man. What <laughs> happened? Over. It's over. What happened? Yeah, yeah. Dude, tell us a joke. I was like, I really, I really. <laughs> Come on, bitches. Come on, tell us a joke, man. And I, I told it, and it, it bombed. Of course, it bombed. Like, man, you're not funny, man. <laughs> That's why you're here teaching. That's the worst. I guess. I hate when people ask you, like when they've discovered you do comedy and they ask you to do a joke. Do a joke. And, like I always think, like, what do they really expect? You know? Like what like what what do they expect you to do? It's it's never gonna be like what they see the polished special that they yeah. see on Netflix. Like what yeah. do you expect? I don't, I truly I don't know. Like what do you want me to do? I love Tandy. Were you smoke a smoking pot? <laughs> in the in the the you know, I was like, is that a thing you could do? Smoking and drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, like if you had to go in to call a teacher, it'd be a thick haze. Mr. Pass. Mr. Pass. <laughs> Mr. Bullets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went to see you in your office house, but it was too smoky back there. Couldn't find you. Man. But my wife's my wife's a high school teacher and high school students are they're, they're emotional brutes, man. They they're they're savage, but if you like really hurt cut them, like they just don't they just fall to pieces because they yeah, so mature. Yeah. Um, but if you don't have your shit together, man, they're going to ride you. Right through it, man. They're going to ride you. Whatever insecure, I remember like just being really close to a kid, and he was like, he was, he was just, he was just like, your front teeth are kind of crooked. Anyways, so like, what's you say about HTML? Like, like <laughs> my like soul is shattered. I was like, Good, you got it. No, you have it. You got it. That's the right mm -hmm. answer. Yeah, yeah. When you think about it, what other job is so taxing that you need a goddamn break room to go uh, to so to get away from the the people that you actual thing? job for? Right? Because you that's don't have a lounge. There's, there's, right, there's, there's, no, there's no programmers lounge. You know, you just sit in your cubicle. You just do that job all day. Yeah. There are a couple of places where you gotta have like a a lounge a away from. Yeah, you've gotta escape from that. We cut to a, we cut to a lounge on a zombie movie set. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Amici's in there smoking. <sighs> Amici, what? found you. Uh huh. I'm here. Yo, you you disappeared with those zombies back at the cabin. I thought you were dead. You've been making movies with these zombies, man. Yeah, I have. And you didn't I even tell me. Yeah, the trash is still full. The what? The trash is still full at the cabin. Yeah, I'm almost done with the movie. When I'm done with the movie, I'll come and take out the trash. Uh, oh. Michi, we yeah. need a rewrite on the scene 
where the zombies go to the car dealership to get a car. Yeah, man. I, I, I didn't like that scene, so I ate it, man. Yeah, he keeps eating like, stuff he doesn't like. So we need yeah, a I, and I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat this this director of photography if he keeps fucking this shot up too. I've okay. warned him three times, Michi. <laughs> I know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You've warned him. every problem. You guys come to me. I'm just a writer. You come to me with every problem, like I'm you know, the the old powerful one. But give me well, five minutes, and I'll come and fix everything. To, to be honest, Michi, you, you are up on this mountain, like kind of like an all powerful guy. Yeah, you know, I'm in my the crappy cabin that we have. You're sitting up here in this in this mountain movie set in your sweet office. Yeah, I, I, just, I just feel like you you forgot about me. You know, we're we're buddies. No, I, I mean I didn't, I didn't forget about you. Hey, I know this really cool restaurant. Do you want to do you want to go? It's not too far. Uh, sure. Yeah, let's 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 go talk there. Let's stop getting interrupted by zombies. Yeah, I, I need five minutes. I need a break from this place. I've been doing this for too long. So let's let's go up here. <laughs> Oh no, no! What? What's up? Get the Tampico out there! I see two people walking up this this mountain, man. This cannot be happening. I got terrible reviews after the 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 couple fell off the side looking at the moonlight. Ah! Uh, Stop man, running I, from your dream. Oh, I don't want you it. You can do this, Gloria. No, no, this is not possible. Or just leave it to me. All right, I'll let that. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and start boiling the rice. This time, I'm just gonna put arsenic in it. I don't care what you say. I'm just gonna kill somebody. Just no. By the way, they got the best white rice and Tampico up here that you've ever had in your life. I promise. Never had anything like this. Hey, All right, hey, man. Um, table two. Uh, yeah, you can sit over here. Uh, just put your backpacks over in the corner. Okay, thanks. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I rushed you like that, Amici. Like. I just, I guess I was a little stressed out, you know, with the trash overflowing and the chore wheel and yeah. you just kind of never call in. And, but, um, you know, I could see you're really busy. You're making a lot happening. Yeah. I've, I've got a whole career now. Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah. Cause before you didn't, yeah. and it did bother me. Yeah. Especially like, you know, during these times where, you know, it's a zombie apocalypse and I've got a career. <laughs> yeah. You're blossoming. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to trust you with this restaurant. Um, you say the food's good. Mm -hmm. I'll say, you know what? We'll 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 eat a dish and we'll be water into the bridge. Okay, great. Woo! Sorry, took me a while from the back. I've been doing this uh, this Zumba step for about two weeks now, and I can't stop. Oh, is that why you have the knee braces? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, I got your specials. Oh, all right. Hey now, all right. Enjoy that. Well, actually, real quick, did did you go to the to the mar the twerk marathon? Oh, you recognize me? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I, I yeah I came in third. It, I worked really hard, and then you know I don't I don't. It's know. crazy that those zombies beat you in that twerk marathon. Who knew? Who knew that they, <laughs> <laughs> they had it in them? They they didn't they couldn't stop. They just kept going. They're soulless. I mean, I guess you know if you're undead, you don't have a heart rate, so. You're never gonna get tired. I ain't even think about that. Well, there's there's no one in this restaurant. Why don't you sit down and have a meal with us? We can kind of learn more about you know the the twerk marathon. Sounds super interesting. And my buddy here, he's on a huge movie set right now. Oh, yeah. that's not, yeah, great. No, nobody's been interested in my story for a while. If you don't mind, yeah, I'll sit. Sure, pull the plate, grab a spoon. Hey, uh, give me one more Tampico. <laughs> They put so much salt in those Tampicos, it's got my blood pressure up. It's affecting how I'm performing, and it's really, really causing me to sweat a lot. As a matter of fact, can you put this uh, headband on me? Sure. Yeah, it's yeah. just gonna keep the gonna keep the sweat from dripping into my eyes as I eat this. Oh, thanks. Okay. Hey, oh. excuse me, y'all. Excuse me. Huh? I've been getting chased by zombies up this mountain, and I've bombed at every comedy club down at the bottom of this mountain. Do you mind if I just do some jokes for you guys? And scene. And that is the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Adrian, for being a part of it. It was great having you on here. Um, let the people know where they can find out more about you and what you're doing. You can find out more about me. I'm on my, I'm on Instagram at frimmy.dot.com C-O-M and uh, yeah, I'll be posting updates there. Oh. Awesome. 
Awesome. You can find out more about us at CTUN Improv on most social media platforms. That's Twitter, that's Instagram, that's Facebook, CTUN Improv, C-T-U-N Improv. Also our website, ctunimprov.com. Also YouTube, CTUN Improv. And uh, these podcasts will appear on YouTube and on the Mockingbird Network. So check it out there. Uh, anything else before we go? Uh, yeah, Sugarland is basically Houston. <laughs> Thank you. We need to hear that. We need to hear that. Thank you. Anyone outside of Houston, Sugarland is Houston. Katie is Houston. <laughs> we welcome you. Missouri <laughs> City is Houston. Yeah, it's cool. You can use the name. <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, for all the people in Sugarland, for Tandy, for John, for Michi, for myself, Antoine, and for Adrian, thank you for being part of this. That is Kento's Nothing Show. 